morning, morning, morning. This is, oh, it's not even morning time. Hey, y'all, I'm all over the place. Hey, this is, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay. And we're going to start off in, with a scripture and a prayer. Starting off in decency and order. And the scripture we're coming out of is 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. And the scripture says, God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. When you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Nothing is too big for God. Nothing is holding you back that is so dramatic that could get you from the grace of God. Despite what you went through, despite what you've done, despite how you feel with your relationship with God, he is bigger than your situation. He's bigger than the things that's getting presented to you. And he knows that you're strong enough, so he's sending ways out so that you can be safe, so that you can understand that there's more to life than even the things that you think is only limited to you. So remember, when you're going through something, you always have a choice. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord God, for bringing us here safely, bringing us through the the mid of the week. God, continue to bless us, continue to be with us, continue to help us on this journey. God, continue to bless our minds. Bless our minds to lead down the straight path that all our plans are involved with you, God. God, continue to bless us, continue to bring us through, continue to have mercy on us, God. God, we just thank you for everything that you're doing. We thank you for all the things that you're planning on doing. And God, we just want you right now in the midst, in the midst of our situation, in the midst of the depression, in the midst of our financial struggles, in the midst of our health issues, in the midst of our lives, God, to guide us the right way, to make the right choices, and to say the right things, God. God, bless everybody that's under the sound of my voice. Bless them, touch them, guide them, give them comfort and peace and joy so that they know that they're not in this by themselves, that you have them, that you love them, and you have not forsaken them. And God, continue to be with us as we go on this journey, even though we might not understand the next step, that we'll just stay faithful and stand on your word and let you lead us as we keep serving. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and you can always find me at Pastor oh, Pastor Jay Cal, uh, Pastor Jay Long Calhoun on Facebook, or you can find me on um, Instagram or Twitter. Or it's at Anointed Jaylon J A Y L O N. You can follow me there. Good evening, y'all. It's the afternoon show. I'm so used to morning for almost a year. It's it's weird having our afternoon show. I'm going. I'm gonna get fixed though. You know, I'm I'm working on. It. I got you. So um, yeah, just definitely hit me up with a line on. Uh, drop me a line, like Lady AJ would say, um, on Instagram for prayers. Um, if you need any scriptures, or if you need anything, just reach out. I'll definitely um, will reach out to you. Definitely don't come with scams. I've had a few people with scams and things. I will not answer that. But if you really need prayer, if you need a scripture, if you need just somebody to talk to and speak encouraging words into you, like I always say in my videos, I'm praying for you if nobody else is. I believe in you if nobody else is. And I love you if nobody else has said that to you. 
Amen. And I'm praying Amen. for you. I think I said that, but I want to say that again. And I'm praying for you. Amen. So, yeah, that's me. Good evening, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020. Amen. And we have in the building Mr. Simon T. Bailey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. How you doing? Good to be with you. Doing great. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and, and do a little different today. We'll go straight into our interview. And my first question is, how did you get started? Wow. So I was working at Disney. I believe God had more for me. I cashed in my entire 401k with significant Disney stock, took out a line of credit on the house, turned down four jobs right when the country was going to war with Iraq for the second time. Corporations were laying off by the hundreds of thousands, and I stepped out on a word. Mm. And that word was uh, to teach people in the marketplace how to find their brilliance, how to be relevant, and uh, just totally went for it and have not looked back. And I uh, mm. grew up in Buffalo, New York. Parents dropped me off at Morehouse College. Uh, didn't have the money to send me back to Morehouse, so I dropped out of school. It took me about 10 years to finish my degree. So for probably about a good 10 years, I was lost, just trying to find myself and really just trying to put food on the table, clothes on my back, uh, pay mortgage, had new babies, uh, new marriage, and uh, 16 years later, uh, to God be the glory. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So how did you know you had the gift for public speaking? Wow. So... When I was 14 years of age, I went to Bennett High School in Buffalo, New York, where I grew up, and I failed all the classes. Uh, it was a trade school, so sheet metal, air conditioner, refrigeration, plumbing, carpentry, failed all the classes. Went out for the football team, got cut. Went out for the basketball team, they said, you are not the next Magic Johnson, and, <laughs> <laughs> and got cut. And went out for track and field, they said, you're too slow. And uh, I uh, attempted suicide that summer. Because uh, my self-esteem, self-worth was just, you know, nowhere to be found. And I went to another high school, and the teacher said to me, English teacher, Miss Rita Lankas, said to me, young man, I want you to write a speech and give it before the entire school. And I did. And at 15, that's when I found my voice. Because the teacher saw something in me that I, did, I didn't see. Amen. 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 So... Tell us a little bit about your books. What encouraged your books? <laughs> well, my pastor said to me one day, you weren't born to fit in. You were born to be brilliant. Mm. And I said, how can you say that? You're a white man. My pastor is a guy named Dr. Mark Sharona. And I've been with Bishop for probably about 20 years now. And uh, he s I said, how can you say that? And he said, you're stuck in your mind and your body thinking your pigmentation of your skin is limiting you. And I'm telling you, you weren't born to fit in. You were born to be brilliant. And it unlocked something in me because nobody had ever told me that I was born to be brilliant. Mm. So I would be driving to Disney bawling. Uh, back in that day, we didn't go to see a counselor or a therapist, you know, keep everything in the house. But I probably needed counseling back then, just didn't know it. And writing became therapeutic for me. So as I began to write, it began to open up. Oh, my goodness, there's brilliance. And then I came at across some of the research work of Dr. Howard Gardner, professor of education at Harvard. And Dr. Gardner says um, he and his team of researchers did a study over a 20 plus year period and what they discovered is that children up until the age of four are operating at the genius level. 
The same group of children was studying the er their early 20s, only 10% were still operating at the Jingles level, and in their uh, late 20s, early 30s, only 2%. So my question is, where did the genius of brilliance go? And this became the impetus behind all my books. It didn't go anywhere, but it became buried by society that says, color within the line, sit down, give it back, you can't do this. So when I started asking questions, I said, wait a minute, it's not who you are that holds you back, it's who you think you're not that holds yeah. you back. And then society puts on top of that that you have no brilliance in you. So all of my books came out of that stream of conscious that a job is what you're paid to do, but release your brilliance is what you're made to do. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to operate in your brilliance or your anointing, you find your swim lane and you're not threatened by anybody else. Yeah. You're operating in what your core is, why God has called you to do what you do. And when you do what you do, I'm not threatened by you. I celebrate you. And what I celebrate, I attract. Right. Amen. So here's a deep question. I know you can go deep on it. What would you tell your, yourself if you could go back to the time where you was having the most darkest time, yeah. knowing what you know now? Knowing what I know now, I would tell myself three things. Um, within every brain, there's a mind. Within every mind, there's a belief system. Within every belief system, there is a mental model. And within every mental model, there is a shaper. Sometimes the people who shape the narrative or your mental model are feeding you how they see themselves exactly. because people don't see you as you are, they see you as they are. Right. So number one, be mindful of how people pass on to you their unfinished business. Mm -hmm. Number two, language is the software of the mind. Um, Dr. Daniel Amen says, the mind is a computer, but our self-talk programs it. So I would be very mindful of how I talk about myself and I would upgrade my verbal software mm -hmm. because language creates the future. Uh, now faith is the substance of things, hope when the evidence of things not seen and the worlds were framed by a word. So we've gotta be mindful of, my wor of our words. And I think third thing that I would tell myself is relationships are the currency of the future. There's somebody listening to us right now and they need money. I submit to you, you don't need money, you need a relationship and the relationship will bring you the money. Amen. But when I understand relationships, I have to relate to the cargo in your ship. And wherever you're going on the ocean of life, you take me with you because we enter into a relationship. So there's a difference between transactions and relationships. Everybody's trying to hustle. Everybody's trying to sell something. Stop selling and start connecting because when you mm -hmm. sell, that's a transaction. But when you connect, that's a relationship. That's what I would tell my younger self. And it goes, um, it kind of goes with something I was saying. I, I put a, a question out there on social media saying, what would you rather, money or support? Mm -hmm. And um, I always say support because if you have support, money will come. What would you say and with that same question? Um, in, that, in that question, what would you pick? Would you pick money or would you pick support? I would pick support, and here's why. We are now living in an era where we have to move from me to we. Money is about me. Support is about we. I can do more with support because it goes beyond me helping my four no more. If I just get the money, then a closed fist is never full. But if I have support, I can help the least, the last, and the lost. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, Simon, you 
you have been called to to touch over a billion people to live fearlessly yes tell me a little bit more about that yeah so what I recognize, we are in a world of algorithms, autonomous cars, automation. I was just at Toyota headquarters yesterday in Dallas, Texas, and I saw the future. They showed it uh, to all their top executives from all over the world. And they begin to talk about autonomous cars and how Toyota is transitioning from a car manufacturer to a mobility company. And everything they think about is about mobility. Well, the reason I bring this up because Hollywood gives us a sneak preview of what's coming. So when iRobot came out, it was a forecast of the future, but they'll introduce something to desensitize people to get used to something that this is coming, and then all of a sudden robots are on the street. Well, back when the movie came out, people were freaked out. Now they know it's the, 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 the future is here. So my purpose is to teach one billion plus people on the planet to be fearless and create the future. Either you are going to be the backseat passenger in your life or you're going to get behind the steering wheel and drive into the future and not be driven by the headlines of the day. So that means three things. Number one, the best hand that will feed you is the one at the end of your wrist. Number two, the most important economy you have to protect is the economy between your ears. Number three, the, the, and I had to apologize to my children a few months ago. Like them, I was asking them, what are they going to do when they grow up? Because that's what my parents said to me. I asked them the wrong question. Because in a world of artificial intelligence in, in Siri, that is not the question. The question is, what problem have you been created to solve? Because if you're not solving problems, you will be thumbing on the street. Right. And, and I want to prevent that. And we know some people, and, and uh, there are some people who've ended up homeless because life has happened. But for children that have been raised up in the house of God, we've got to begin to tell them going to school is not just the answer. Yes, go to school. But there's a lot of people with a formal education on the street. Yeah. So formal education may get you a job. Self-education will keep you relevant for where the economy is going. So my purpose is to help awaken humanity to say, how can I solve a problem? How can I be fearless and not wait for Washington, D.C.? Exactly. Well, you know, it's, it's crazy because talking about automation and things like that, I, I, I did a research um, when I was going to Penn State about automation because my background is in IT. You know, and that was the reason why I picked IT back in the day because I saw the robots and RoboCop and things like that. And I said, I want to fix that. I don't want to be working with it. I want to be able to fix it because mm -hmm. then at least I have a leverage. And it, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. You know, when iRobot came out, they freaked out. But let's go back a little further when they did self-checkout. Mm-hmm. People were freaking out because, you know, people back in the what, early 90s and late 90s, right when that transition mm -hmm. was happening, they were striking and they were doing all this. And this was taking people's jobs, mm -hmm. especially people that I know that would streamline from either like prison or mm -hmm. if they've lost, you know, had bad luck. They're like, I could at least go, you know, check people out. I could be bagger, things like that. And now all these jobs 
you know, we have it currently. I give you a perfect example at, I think it's Planet Hollywood. They have a robotic bartender. Right. Now, th- that's another job that's right. being taken away. And I try to, especially with me being in the technical field, to elaborate, get, you don't have to be a techie, but get familiar. Right. Because right. that will get you far in the n- near future. Yes. Because I, I tell kids, you know, I, and I'm even outdated, because I, when I went IT, learning desktop support and, and uh, mobility with phones and, and doing networking, that was the top thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about code. Mm-hmm. If you know code, you can go far. Like I'm telling kids, you can make 100000 yearly starting out the gate entry level, mm-hmm. knowing code, mm-hmm. not being even in an office. You could do it from home mm-hmm. and go further than a lot of people that I know personally. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's changing. Right. So one thing that I would ask you is, what would you steer the the, gener- the next generation to start doing? Yeah, uh, so number one, they must consider, just because they go to school, school is never out. Everything is about micro-learning. So Udemy, Masterclass, uh, Creative Live, lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com, LinkedIn Learning. Enroll yourself in ongoing courses that are given in bite-sized snippets. So the reason YouTube is so popular is because they know people are going to be on a video two to three minutes, and then because of the squirrel syndrome, they're moving on to the next video. Well, that's now learning. Never stop learning. Learn in bite-sized pieces. And when you take a course online, you can now get a, put a badge on your LinkedIn profile to say, I now have this skill. Right. Second thing is surround yourself with a conscious inclusive community. What do I mean by that? If everybody you hang with looks like you, your world is too small and you will be left behind. Mm. You have to begin to create the United Nations in your own community. Go to dinner, go to lunch, go and talk to people who don't look like you to understand their worldview, not to change them, but what you'll learn and how they see the world. That doesn't mean you're going to lose Jesus, you're going to put the Holy Ghost aside. No, it's understanding that we have to have a bigger worldview for where things are going. And then the third thing I would encourage young people to really, really consider is find someone who are are in different generations and ask them for mentorship. Ask them uh, because uh, success leaves clues. How do we see the new in the old and the old in the new? Who would have known Converse sneakers would make a total comeback, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we've got to begin to say, what can we learn from the old while we do the new? So right. young people surrounding themselves with people who've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Okay. You know, Simon, I wanted to ask you. I I told you I saw you on um, on the internet, and you were speaking about when you decided to take that leap of faith, mm-hmm. and you know, go and and pursue the calling that the Lord has on your life. And you talked about the steps that you went through. The Would you share those? Because I just thought that that for a lot of people, they need to understand that it doesn't happen overnight. Yes. And that there are things that you will go through, but that's a part of the process. Yes. So when I left Disney to venture out on my own, cashed in my entire retirement plan, and I started with, how do I let people know what I'm doing? 
So I wrote down 75 names and I just started calling, hey, I left Disney, I can come and consult, I can speak. I hadn't written a book yet. And I made, I called the first 25 people, started getting calls back, got some traction, I had some bills to pay. And even though I had a little savings, I had about a three year runway. And if this didn't work, then I would have to go back and get a job. And we experienced failure. We experienced failure early and often. And there were many moments when I doubted, like, you have lost your mind. You are crazy. What are you doing? Say so you're going to speak and write books and this and that. And it was in those darkest moments when I wanted to quit, when I got a phone call or an email from somebody who said, I picked up your book and I read it and it gave me hope. And that became just a little nudge to keep going, right? Uh, and, and then we would get invited various places. I'll never forget, I was, in, uh, I was here in Vegas of all places, and I was speaking over at Mandalay Bay, and I was down to probably my last $1,000 or so. And I was speaking for an event, and it was for Hudson. Uh, and this, this woman was on their board for Hudson airports. They run all the airport locations. And she came to me and she said, uh, do you have a book deal? I said, no. She said, I'm going to introduce you to the COO that runs this company. He needs to know you. And she had influence with him. And this is where I discovered the power relationships. Mm -hmm. And he said, we've never heard of you, but we're going to give you a shot. And the night before, I had like a little epiphany of an insight of what would save him $4 million to the bottom line. Took out a, a flip chart sheet of paper, ran the numbers, showed them that they did this, this, and this, this is how I can save it. They were blown away. He said, take a walk with me next door. And in a matter of 30 minutes, he introduced me to 13 New York publishers that had all rejected me three months prior. Wow. And he said, this guy just spoke at our event and we want you to give him a book deal. And they're one of the largest book purchasers of airports in the country. And I went back to the woman who made the introduction and uh, she was the widow of a very famous uh, person out of Hollywood, a sister. And I said, just thank you. I, I so appreciate what you did for me. And it was right when I was about to quit. And so there's somebody that's listening to us right now. Just remember, quitters never win, and winners never quit. Uh, Mike Murdoch said years ago, champions look at what they're going to, while losers look at what they're going through. And I felt like I was a loser, but I was a champion in disguise. And I had to get to the other side. And it's just, see, see everybody thinks that your name is going to be in the lights. You're going to be all that in a bag of chips. No, it's who you are when no one is looking. Right. That That's what makes you. That's right. where your character is forged and resilience is built if you're going to stay or if you're going to quit. And the moment I said yes, what I realized is God was waiting for me to get to a place called there. Mm -hmm. But you get there in here. Mm -hmm. And the only way you get there is putting one foot in front of the other. And you just build your faith. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at a place where I, I have just come to the realization within the last uh, few months, I am enough. I am enough. You, you get the revelation of I am enough. It sets in motion everything. I'll, I'll say this one, this, this one little thing. So yesterday I'm at Toyota and... Kaizen is a big thing within the Toyota culture. It's all about 
creative problem solving, um, taking time out of the equation. And I sent a text to a friend of mine in San Francisco, and I said, who's Japanese, and I said, hey, tell me about Kaizen. And she sent me back a text, and she said, Toyota uses Kaizen here in America, but in Japan, it's called Kuro, Kuro. And I said, what does that mean? She says, the literal meaning is something bigger is happening when you're on the path, but you don't see it. And she said, that's the deeper meaning of what you are going through. And when she said it, I got it. I said, so many times you show up and you don't know why you took the step of faith. It was for what was coming down the road a year from now, but you had to walk it out now. There's something bigger happening. Amen. Amen. So I know you have a schedule, so we want to keep to that. But one thing I wanted to ask, and I guess it will be a two-part question, final question. Oh, I have, I have one that I have to speak for our other co-host that's not here. What is your favorite Bible scripture? Oh my goodness! Wow, um, Ephesians three twenty. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think, according to the power that worketh within you. Amen. Amen. And then now it'll be the final question. So that's two part, <laughs> two part question. Um, the first part is um, your future projects. And the second part is where can everybody find you? Yeah, so Future Project, I will be in Indonesia uh, the week of uh, April 16th. Excited to be coming to Indonesia. We'll be there for a week uh, sharing in the marketplace just on how men and women can reinvent, take it to another level. And then our latest project is Be the Spark. My brand new book is out, uh, Five Platinum Service Principles to Create Customers for Life. Takes the best, best of what I learned at Disney, Ritz-Carlton. Uh, did some work for Ritz-Carlton Learning Institute. But what it really is about is in this marketplace, it's not about a job. It's about how do I be the spark, why people want to do business with me. So really excited about that. They go to simontbailey.com uh, to find out about me or follow me on social media at Simon T. Bailey. Awesome. And like always, I, I love to just tell people that, you know, you took a chance to come on Anointed Radio, so we definitely appreciate you. We thank you from the bottom of our heart. We are praying for nothing but success for you. And if there's anything that is needed, let us know. Thank you. you know, um, let us know if there's anything that we can do from Anointed Radio. And we're just an email, a, a, a DM, a tweet, or anything away okay. for, uh, for you to reach out to us, especially if you have an event. Let us know. We'll definitely let thank the you. community know about the things that you're doing because you're doing great things and yes. I, I definitely encourage everybody that's listening to us go follow him go check out his book um it'll change your mindset it'll make you think a lot different right. so um yeah we just thank you thank, thank you for thank you for having me show. good to be here thank yes and um god bless but as you guys in i'm just you know i have been following simon so this was uh this was a really special uh, time, a special interview for me. So I just wanted to thank you, and I'd like to send a shout-out to Melissa, who is just, she's been fantastic. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to go into the mix, and we're going to play, because I saw that Arike Holmes touchdown in Las Vegas today. So I'm going to go ahead and play his song, Something Big, and we'll see you back in the next 20 minutes. You've been praying.
waiting on a change to come In the midnight, wondering where's the sun You gotta know that God always comes through Just get ready for what he's about to do It's gonna be big Big in your life It's gonna be big Big in your life Oh my God, he's about to blow your mind You better get ready because it's gonna be big So you've been weeping tell you something the next thing that God is gonna do in your life is getting ready to be real big he's gonna do exceedingly abundantly above everything that you could ever ask or think prepare yourself now because it's gonna be big let me encourage you I know you've been praying and I know you've been waiting but don't give up now breakthrough is on the way beautiful ashes Joy for your sadness, the calm and the peaceful, the spirit of heaviness. Now it's not enough room. Hey, what? 
So many reasons why we start to cry until it's hard to see how things could ever change that cause us pain while our blood flows in the street. But I'm convinced that you can pull us through and I'm not removed Yes, we will find a way to pray and heal our land. So many real concerns we left to burn. Now rage wants to rule the day. People are taking sides and as tensions rise, the righteous must take their place to show the world that you can pull us through and have not removed your hand. Yes, we will find a way to pray for peace with the lines are drawn and for courage to meet our Yes, we, so we can be home, and when they 
with Mr. Simon Bailey. We got our little groove on. Got to listen to some, some good gospel. And it's about that time. You know, we got Stellar's coming, so definitely check out LV Anointed Radio on Twitter and, and Instagram. And check out Anointed Radio on Facebook. You'll be able to see a lot of updates. We got a, a added show this Saturday, one-time thing. We'll be having the Baxters. That should be good. It' gonna be dope. Those Baxters, will, Baxters. <laughs> will be on our show on Saturday. So tune in at about noon, and we'll be live with them. Check us out. Definitely have some more updates. This Sunday we have Miss Ruth. It'll be another great interview, and you'll be able to see some updates on Stella, uh, on the Stella Red Carpet, where myself and our camera crew will be there and and talking to some of your favorite gospel artists and and shows and everybody else that'll be there. So and BET be in the building. So you know I'm gonna talk to them, get our <laughs> show on BET, you know, something that like something, that. Yeah. So definitely check our our, our social media. I'm all tongue tied because I'm all over the place. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired, Lord Jesus, I'm tired. But but I gotta keep the energy for y'all. And one thing I wanna say is this is Pastor Jay. And remember, if you don't see the change, be the change. Amen. Much love, peace, and anointing. Can't get copyrighted, but change the last word. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to y'all. Check check me out on Anointed uh, Jaylon on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And check us, I guess you could say, uh, check me out on Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun. Don't forget to go to anointedradionetwork.com and put your votes in for our, us being the, the only Christian business on the FedEx grant contest for FedEx. We got to the first. We need your votes, y'all. Go vote for us. It's on our website. Just click vote for our business, and bam, you voted for us, and we will definitely appreciate it. So much love. I'm out, at least. Go ahead, lady. Everyone have a good evening, and stay focused. Amen. See y'all on Saturday. Bless.